now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 503rd episode of the Puckle Podcast. My name is Trainer Thatch, and I am your host. And today I've got a couple of uh, wonderful co-hosts who aren't mean at all or vicious to children online uh, or yell at them. Uh, we've got the one and only Dr. Shamu. <laughs> yeah, not mean at all, sure. Uh, <laughs> and then we've got uh, the, uh, honestly, jovial as always, Claude Nine. Hello! There we go. I mean, I am mean to the kids I fight in Unite, because (laughs) those punks get popped. Claude's actually the cruelest of us all. Welcome to the Fuckle Podcast. Fuckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We also talk everything here, Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card to everything in between. Today is one of those in-between days, I think. Not really. Uh, I mean, it's an in-between day. It's not like the main video game, right? So... It's the current main video game. Well, it's about? not. No, it's not main series though. It's not main. Series. No, no, it's not. Uh, whatsoever. I mean, it's the new hotness right now. But also, Pokemon Snap was the new hotness for like two weeks. So yeah. we'll see how long this lasts. Yeah, what happened to it? Is- uh, exactly. So I don't know if like anybody's paid attention to like what's going on. What's going on with like games, especially this past like year and a half since COVID happened. Like one game just becomes like the suit, like the big hotness for like three weeks, and then nobody cares anymore. Sounds about right. Yeah, that that's mostly what's been happening. So like, people are just like, ah, oh, yes, I really love Animal Crossing. And then three weeks later, you don't hear anything about it, right? Like, I am waiting on Animal Crossing news to see what they're going to update. That's what's been happening through like 2020 and 2021. Like, it's just like one thing like really picks up steam like every couple months. Everybody's playing it for like two weeks. Like Among Us, right? That's part of that. Video game culture has just been nuts when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, I don't know. If, like, I forgot about them. Like. I know Among Us is the meme at this point is all it is, though, really, I feel. I don't know if people really actually play it. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for playing it. I haven't, I haven't played the new map yet, and I would like to play the new map at some point. But Which new map, I should ask? They got well, a fourth plane, map, I think. right? Yeah, Did the fourth map. Oh, it, it's too big. Is it? I can yeah. see that being an issue. I think that was my issue with it. Well, you just, like, put, you just put, like, way too many, way more tasks in or something. I don't know. Well, it's either that, but, like, if you're even, I think we did it with one assassin and ten people, and, yeah. like, they were able to kill, like, five or six people before you even found one person. Oh, dead. my gosh. That's crazy. Okay, That's... never mind, then. That, that, that was just my opinion, but I could have entirely been wrong. That's your personal experience, Claude. Maybe you're wrong. Yes. I hope I'm wrong. I don't know. I, I would ask you guys what you've been doing lately in Pokemon, but I know the answer. It's all been Pokemon uh-huh, Night, uh-huh, uh-huh, like, uh-huh, since uh-huh, Wednesday. Uh-huh. Bird yeah, Goper. Bird Goper. Bird Goper? Yeah, I... More, more, like, more like Bunny Goper, because Cinderace yeah. is dumb. I, I really like, I mean, I like the game, and we'll talk more about it later. Uh, I'm actually yeah. very surprised that I enjoy this game as much as I do. It's fun. Maybe maybe in the future we'll do uh, an event for Puckle, who knows, probably not. Yeah, that might be fun. Yeah, we <laughs> could do it. Fun. We can do an event. It might be really fun to do something like that. I'm not going to make any promises. I think it would be more fun to wait until, like, it's on mobile Yeah. before we do it. But, yeah, well, well, we can figure that out from there. I don't know. Other than that, I don't know how much else I've been doing. I did some, like, D&D stuff this week, and then... I don't have anything like too exciting or too crazy that happened other than just getting really into a MOBA and then very unexpectedly doing so. <laughs> hmm. 
Like, actually, like, I mean, it's going deep. I'm like at the point where I'm reading articles and stuff oh, on how to improve. Yeah, no, it's bad. Oh, that's great. No, you, this is what you're, it's supposed to be. I don't know. MOBA just feel like, I don't know, like, they just feel kind of dirty to me. Even if they have the Pokemon skin. Because, like, I feel like the community... I mean, maybe it's just because League of Legends community has given it such a bad rap. Where yeah. you have you have a lot of toxic players there. I don't know. The, the way I describe, like, the MOBA community right now... Uh, for those of you at home, MOBA stands for uh, Massive Online Battle Arena, right? Yeah. Sure. And they, those are the type of games we're playing. And the League of Legends is just, like, so toxic. But it reminds me of, like, the early 2000s Xbox Live. Yeah. Just like the kid on the like the kid on the mic swearing and just like yeah the kid just like yelling at you using saying, gamer saying words things. yeah profa- profanities against your mother it's a uh, it's a uh, really uh, yeah I don't know that's the only reason I feel dirty I am, about it I am glad that there's like no messaging without like yo yeah like random like no messaging system on the switch because God I could see how bad that could get oh it would get bad it would get real bad I don't know why I said some choice words. I heard they were going to have something like in the mobile or something like that with communication, right? There is a communication thing, but you have to like be on a friends list and you have to play like five matches with oh, that person. There, there's, a bunch okay. of limi- there's a bunch of limitations behind like that makes sense. messages. That makes sense. So when we form Team Puckle, we can uh, we can all just use the Switch for you communication. Could te- you could technically mm-hmm. put a keyboard into it and type into the game. Yes, oh, you can no. type, but you can't you can't like speak. Oh, uh, there's also a team thing. I think there's a voice chat thing. I don't know how it works. It's probably with the app. I think there's a voice chat thing. I'm not sure what it's like, though. I, I think it's, I assume it's with the Nintendo Switch app for the phone, because that's how they no. do their voice chat. Okay, we're going to have to look into this. There has to be a way to I do don't know it, if though. it's actually active yet. I just know that it does exist. Yeah. It does exist. It, it is in, like, the UI and stuff for, like, a voice chat. I yeah. don't know how exactly it works. But again, there's no way you can... You can't talk to you. You can't talk into your Switch. Like, yeah. so I assume it's just via the phone app. No, the, 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 the app is, the yeah, no, you'd have to, like, plug a mic in, obviously. But, like, that technology exists in the Switch. They just, just choose not to turn it on, which is very yeah. frustrating. The, the same thing that they also did was, like, they have a Bluetooth driver, so you could definitely hook up Bluetooth headphones. But they're like, why would we do that? That makes too much sense. Yeah. I don't know. Nintendo's making a lot of backwards decisions that I don't quite understand. Like, even, like, just give me Nintendo-branded Bluetooth headphones. You know, and tell me those are the only ones that work with the Switch. I'll take that any day, man. Hmm. I would love Bluetooth headphones for the Switch. That'd be cool. I was one of those people that was, like, super against Bluetooth headphones, by the way. Like, when they first came out. And then I bought some, and I am fully 1,000% converted hmm. to the Bluetooth headphone way of life. I blame Apple. I, I like them, but at the same time... I would like them, but at the same time, I just don't like the whole charging thing. Because, like, next thing you know, like, I already had yeah. that issue with my actual headset. I didn't charge it for, like, two minutes. Guess, two extra minutes. Guess what? They're going to die, like, an hour early. I don't know. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with the, like, with my earbuds. I, I guess you're not I using use... them for, like, eight hours a day. Yeah, for, like, my daily drivers, I don't have a problem. Because I use yeah. them for, like, an hour or two at a time. And so then they go back in the case when they're done and they charge. Yeah. And I only have to charge the case, like, once a week. Fair so, enough. Yeah, it, it, I, I really enjoy them. So I, I'm all for that. But, uh, we'll keep the intro short this week, mostly because there's not a lot to talk about outside of the topic. <laughs> keep it short as we go talk about Bluetooth headphones and a bunch of other stuff and mo- yeah. Like, yeah. It's sure. still short. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to kick it on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> Live 
the Lavender Town Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got uh, very few things to talk about, but we're going to talk about it because, I don't know, we're like in such a dry season because we have heard nothing about Legends of Arceus Mm -hmm. and nothing about BDSP in months. Mainly BDSP. We should hear something about it soon and we, well, not even soon, we should have heard something about it. The only thing we got was something from that, uh, the Switch trailer, whatever. And even then it was like... That was barely anything. Yeah, you can't consider that really. Uh, so we're gonna, we're gonna start things off with Pokemon Go because I think that's the biggest section. And then I also know Shamu's gonna want to talk about his thing very much so. I'm excited for it. So in Pokemon Go news, uh, Pokemon Go Fest happened last weekend. It was a lot of fun. A lot of things happened. And as part of that, a lot of things got unlocked for the general public. There are three things. There's the Ultra Unlock Part 1, which is time, the Ultra Unlock Part 2, which is space, and then there's an Ultra Unlock Part 3, which is question mark, question mark, question mark. We don't know what it is yet. You said space, time, and question mark? No, no, it's time, space, and question mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's distortion. Yeah. We don't know if it's distortion or not, because Giratina's had way more events than Dialga and Palkia in Pokemon Go. Oh. It could be Arceus, and it could be hype for that. They could do Arceus, or they could also pull out, um, like, Hoopa, because Hoopa played a large role in the recent Go Fest. Yeah, I could see it being Hoopa as well, though, with that. Because I saw that, too. It's a little... It popped up on the uh, loading screen. Exactly. Well, it popped up... And then if you actually played the game in Go as in Go Fest, like, the rings were actually in the sky. It was actually very cute. Yeah. It was very, very cute. Uh, so right now we're in Ultra Unlock Part 1 from July 23rd, which is a uh, day before this recording and a couple days before. And it goes until, I believe, August 3rd. So you get two weeks. Okay. This is focused around Pokemon from different eras. Mm. It introduces Shiny Kranidos, uh, Shiny Shieldon as well. There are going to be a bunch of spawns that are increasing. There's Voltorb, Porygon, Ammonite, Kabuto, Baltoy, Kranidos, Shieldon in the wild. And you can also get the fossils in 7km eggs. Dialga is going to be in 5-star raids. And you can also catch Unknown You as well in raids. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be a good time. There's also a timed research to do as well for that. Um, very similar yeah. things are happening in Un- Ultra Unlock Part 2, but... The thing that's most exciting about Ultra Unlock Part 2, in my opinion, is that Heracross is coming to three-star raids. Cool. That used to be a, that was a regional. Yeah. It is a regional. It still is. It's just oh. going to be in the raids for that hot oh. minute. It's still going to be a regional. They should take it off the regional list, though, because they're doing, like, the slow rollout with the Megas. There's only 48 Megas, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're eventually... They might make it temporary for now, and then make it permanent later on. Kangaskhan's also in that group of that's adding being added yeah. to three-star raids as well, and it's still regional. Mm. I Some of the comments on, like, Silph Road and some of the other websites for Pokemon Go have been very salty, and I actually agree with them about this. They're just like, Heracross has been in the game for, like, five years now, or four years. You could just, you could just release it, guys. <laughs> this might yeah. be their role to do it. They might even just release it afterwards. Like, I'm okay with, like, the original four regionals, you know, with, like, Kangaskhan, Tauros, Mr. Mime. And everything, but right now there's just so many that you need like a chart, and it's yeah. it's just very frustrating to keep t- track of. I I don't know, like the the way I put it to my friends because my friends were getting very upset that the so the next community day has also been announced in the news uh, as well, and it's Eevee again. Yeah, I think they have moves now with like a bunch of different moves. Yeah, and so it's different moves uh, that you can get on the evolutions, which is actually really neat. Yeah, let's see. We have uh, Vaporeon with Skull, Jolteon with Zap Cannon, Flareon with Superpower, Espeon with Shadow Ball, Umbreon with Psychic, Bullet Seed for Leafeon, Water Pulse for Glaceon, and Psy Shock for Sylveon. And all Eevees will know Last Resort. Uh, and it's gonna be really cool. I don't know. So, like, Eevees already happened. They're like, oh man, Eevees already happened. I'm like, yeah, but that's not Pokemon Go's game. Pokemon Go's game is, we have the lowest player base we've ever had. 
and we're just trying to reel in new players so that we can get more whales. More yep. whales. I, I literally, I literally told them this community day is fishing for whales. It could be that too, and like even that was like there could be a couple of cool things they do with this. They could give a bunch of the like variety to the EV because I know they've had different ones with like the flower, like the flower crown and stuff yes, like that. So true. they could just ship all of them in part of the community community day. So that would get be cool. every kind of EV. Yeah, as well as this, that would be a good way to that would be, or they might save that for next time. That's actually that's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. No, this is a it's an interesting community day. That one's going to be taking place on August fourteenth and fifteenth. It's two days because people typically want like a lot of EVs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. last time they did EV as well, they did the same thing where they made it two days. So don't, go out there, get your shiny EVs or the bajillion EVs you need. I don't know. I've got like 600 EV candy, so I don't know that I need more. But I might do it just to evolve them into like different stuff. We'll see. That's fair. EV. Pokemon Unite also came out. That happened. Yeah, Unite came out. We'll talk about that later, though. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. But we'll, that, that's our topic, pretty much. That's our night. topic. We're not, we don't need to talk about that right now. I we mean, that's just that the news. I was just letting people know what yeah. happened. You know, we're journalists here, guys, okay? We're pretend uh, I journalists. Say, I was I was going to save it until the end for a good segue. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I don't care. We're bad journalists. It's, it's fine. It's too late. All right. Um, oh, so in everyone's favorite, um, you know, spinoff game, uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix has oh a new God. event that's been announced. Hot damn! Yeah. It's going to run <laughs> through August 11th. It's going to be a, it's going to be a, it's going to be a time. Man. Woo! What a time. Oh, it's a rerun. It is a rerun. Yeah, <laughs> Cafe Mix is very dead. I it's very yeah. dead. Yeah, no, we've been on such a slow news cycle recently. They've got a remake, and they've not giving us anything on the remake. Have they announced any more plushes coming out or anything? Or no, no, no plushes. Um, I know that. Oh, I know Pokemon Center has the pre-order up for the dual pack that comes with a keychain and the Arceus, the uh, Pokemon Legend Arceus. That pre-order on Pokemon Center comes with the Arceus sitting cutie, actually. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. There is no, there is no picture of it, and it did say it might ship separately, but it does say that's what it will come with when they oh, come man, out. Oh man, I need to buy it there then. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just gonna buy the Arceus one then myself. I'd rather just do it that way. Just buy the Arceus gonna, plush? Yeah, if I, if I like it. Okay, that's fair. Because again, I, I'm just thinking like, if I won't play day one, I'm gonna do it digitally, which is probably what I'm gonna do anyways. That's mm-hmm. fair. I'd rather, I, I don't mind spending the 10 bucks on a sitting cutie. They're the worst 10 bucks. That makes sense. There was like twenty, honestly. I feel, but J- just win the uh, the trivia section, and then you can get them. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think I did. I never got my stuff for that, so we need to figure that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That never. I forgot about that. Never happened. Yeah, I'm still waiting on a. Pl- I'm still waiting on a plusle thatch. Uh, oh, you are because you remind me like after yeah, this, and we'll do it. We'll do. Well, before we get too distracted, though. Um... Oh, the the most hype news in the entire world, of course. Oh, oh yeah, Pokemon Masters. Everyone loves Masters. Uh, we finally got Bug Support Bugsy. There's an event right now if you want to go play and you can get a, a Bugsy with Scyther and the Bug Support. I'm, 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 I've been waiting for this since, like, day two. I want this so badly. <laughs> was there no Bug Support before that? Uh, I think the only one was from an egg, and you had to, like, get the egg, and if you missed that event, you just what? got screwed. Yeah. How, this game's been out for, what, like, two years now? That's, that's the biggest issue. It's, yeah, it's about two years, yeah. I think it's coming up on second anniversary soon. Um, The biggest issue I've had with it is that certain types don't have support or that have really hard support to get or like certain like strategies like sand Mm -hmm. there is there's only one ground type sand setter oh my gosh which you would want to pair that with like cynthia because you have pokemon of the same type you get bonuses like what support or strike they are they just released the ground support like a ground support that has sandstorm 
I didn't get it, unfortunately, but, you know, it's like, it's just like stuff like that is kind of the big issue I've had with it, where they haven't released the units yeah. that are needed to just make basic strategies work. Yeah, I can understand that. It sounds very frustrating. Yeah, at least I think they finally settled down on a, uh, a whole gameplay. Yeah, it, it sounds like, I hope they've just not changed the game again. That would be great. Yeah, no, they, the biggest thing they're doing now, they're just like, oh, here's a new upgrade. They're just kind of, hmm. they're, they're just pushing out, like, capstones because they kind of realized people destroyed their capstones super fast. So yeah. they didn't figure it out in time. This feels just like Pokemon Shuffle all over again. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Comparing it to Fate, like, Fate will do something, like, once a year, maybe. Like, here's a new upgrade mechanic. Pokemon mm. Masters have done, like, five in its two-year life cycle. Okay. That's my concern. They're pushing out all their, like, capstone stuff in the first two years. I'm very worried about that game. Like, they seem to still be going strong and releasing stuff, but I'm, again, I'm still a little worried. I've just seen a lot of reruns lately. Yeah. So it, it was good for about a week or two, and then it just died off. I feel like that's the unfortunate cycle of Pokemon games right now, is like, oh, this will hold us for two weeks. For, like, the mobile games? Yeah. Well, absolutely. So, like, the mobile the mobile game strategy is, like, really... So, for, like, the Pokemon, like, the typical Pokemon fan, the mobile game strategy is very unsatisfying that, that Pokemon's going with. But for their pocketbook, it's actually really satisfying. Because mm-hmm. what ha- happens is they get into these games that end up costing a ton of money to like really play and get advant get good advantage in. A lot of us drop out because we're like, well, we don't want to do that, and the gameplay is kind of shallow and stuff like that. And so we we drop out, and they keep the game running and they keep supporting it until it just dies off eventually after they've like ma- milked it for all it's worth. You know, I would say the same thing about like Pokemon Duel and Pokemon, Pokemon Shuffle. Duel. Dude, Pokemon Duel was fun. I liked Pokemon Duel. That one I actually liked. See, I liked Pokemon Shuffle a lot. It was a fun little thing. Yep, I agree with that. I don't think I played Duel for like a minute, and then I don't even think I really beat the tutorial. I just kind of like let it sit there forever. I like Duel personally, but that was just because it was they literally took the trading figure game that they tried to launch and just made it digital. Yeah. That's all it was. And the trading figure game, man, that's, talk about a game ahead of its time. It was. It was totally. It's a cool collectible thing. Imagine if, like, you remember the Amiibo craze? Yeah, like, even now, like, Amiibo, I feel Amiibo have kind of died. It, it still gets pretty hype. Well, because at this point, it's, it's a collectible thing rather than a, oh, these do something thing. Yeah. I think the only ones I'm even hyped for is, like, Smash ones at this point. Like, yeah. Yeah, and those were, they were. If they were now, like, oh my god, people would be scrambling over them. Just imagine now it's the card shortage with that. Like, yep. that would all be shorted because people would be buying them for collector's sake. Absolutely. Kind of glad it doesn't exist right now, thinking about it. On that note, this is a good place to end the news. We're going to kick things on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Let's kick it on over. Oh, hi. And welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And thank you to Mark from the Dunsparce gang, or yeah, Mark from the Dunsparce gang for giving us the, those sick rules for this. Maybe he'll one day be able to do trivia. 
We'll see. Dunsparce? What, what? On that note, we're going to go ahead and start. Your first question today is going to come from Lambo, and they want to know, what is the only genderless Pokemon that can learn egg moves? That's a good question. I like this question. It's like the perfect Pokemon trivia. You should save this, Claude. Hmm. I will, I'll, I'll save it and use it eventually when I decide to bring up trivia again. Genderless um, Pokemon that can learn egg moves. I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't Magnemite learn egg moves? I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, some, like, steel type that could learn egg moves. Can Bronzong be two genders? Can it be one gender? It was genderless. Yeah. It's supposed to be a genderless Pokemon. Wait, what was it? It doesn't have to be a genderless? This Pokemon, this Pokemon evolves from a Pokemon with a gender. Oh! Oh! So it's a gender that evolves into a non? As a side effect, yeah. As a side effect. So it was a gendered Pokemon, and then is not a gender. Evolved to something that's not gendered. Yeah. I don't want to say much more, I'll give it away. Um, what even is that? Oh, I'm trying to think now, because, uh, is, I'm trying to think of, like, all, like, the crazy, like, psychic types, or, like, steel types yeah. that, you so know. something, um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. One of the types it has is bug. So. One of the types is bug? Yeah. Genderless bug. I'm s- it's a dual type. That, oh! Like, Shedinja! Oh, yeah. Shedinja. I think it's Shedinja. Shedinja is correct. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you the pity point there. It's a good, I like the question, though. It's a very good question. Lambo, good question, by the way. Lambo, you should ask, you should write more questions. That's a good question. That was very good. Very good question. I'm thinking like Pheromos, I'm thinking Genesect, and I'm like, those can't learn well, stuff. No, because what was it, something like a gender into a non-gender? I'm like, I don't know what that could even be. I'm just thinking of like steel types. I'm thinking like, what could that be? I'm like, Bug was the only thing that like kind of narrowed it down. Because like, my mentality was thinking like, I'm like, I can't, everything I was thinking was like, a, like, I was thinking, like, Mawson. Like, I was, not I was thinking it's, maybe, like, Scizor, if Scizor, like, if Scyther could be either gender and Scizor's steel can't be anything anymore, like... No, I don't see Thor, it's got, it's got alternate forms for both female and uh, male. yeah, that makes more sense. Because it's got different sides of wings. But, yeah, Shininja can learn it because it evolves from Ninkata, which Ninkata can learn egg moves. Um, and also, as a fun fact, Starmie and Staryu actually have egg moves programmed to their data in Pokemon Gold and Silver, however, there's no way for them to learn them. <laughs> uh, because they're, they're genderless. So, your next trivia question is going to come from the Afterman. You only have one Pokemon in Soul Silver slash Heart Gold. You can speak, and if you only have one Pokemon in Soul Silver and Heart Gold, and you speak to the with an NPC in the Cyanwood City Pokemon Center, he will gift you a level fifteen Pokemon. Which Pokemon does he Shuckle. give you? Shuckle. Uh, is that your final answer? Yeah, yeah. That is unfortunately incorrect. You're thinking of the person uh-huh. in the house. In Cyanwood. This oh, is an NPC really? in the Cyanwood gym, or Pokemon oh. Center. Uh, the Shuckle Man. Oh, the has, This was actually something that was recently discovered, like, I think a year, year and a half ago. Oh. And so what happened was, uh, because you can, you can like, uh, in Gold and Silver, you could theoretically, like, softlock yourself in, uh, oh. in Cyanwood City, because if you didn't have a Pokemon that can learn Surf, you couldn't get off and get back to uh, Olivine. Is it like a Magikarp or a Slowpoke or something like that? They give you a Tentacool. Yeah, a huh. level fifteen tentacle. It can also be shiny. That's funny. It was funny. it was found while somebody was trying to like soft lock the game, uh, not too long yeah. ago. Because I know the struggle is also level fifteen. That's why I immediately yeah. went to that. Yeah. Well, because they're both at the same. They're in the same place, right? And I didn't even really hear Jim. I just heard shy. I just heard Cyanwood. It, it's uh yeah. So it's actually a sh- tentacle. It's actually a really fun, cool story. That is cool. That's very cool. But you guys are uh, one for two right now. You guys can get two yep. points here though on your Pokedex entry question. Okay. If you, uh, if you get it right. So on your first attempt, uh, you have to give me an answer. If not, if it's wrong, I'll give you a second entry. You can get it on your second attempt, maybe. 
So this one is going to be from Red Torrent, and they want to know, its Omega Ruby entry reads, Beware of pushing strongly on its squishy body, as it makes a mysterious purple fluid ooze out. Who's that Pokemon? Beware of pushing strongly? On its squishy body, as it makes a mysterious purple fluid ooze out. Who's that Pokemon? So, Mega Ruby is, what, Gen Thup 6? I would say this Pokemon originated in Gen 4. Squishy body Gen 4 person. Poison 2. Doesn't have to be poison, just as purple goo. I guess true, purple goo. What's goo? Yeah. I think, goo, I think Gudra. <laughs> but I don't... Um, well, I'm thinking, I'm thinking poison, though, just because purple goo. That's where I'm no, going. But the poison like, types squishy... are not very squishy. Krogan's cheeks are, kind of, maybe, I don't know. I'd rather have another dex entry. I need an, ent- I I need an answer first. Uh, all right, then we, then we can we can go we can go Krogan, but it's a squishy the, body. I just don't think it's no, it's not that. Uh, what else is like? What is a blob in Gen Four? You have uh, I'm like going through the routes in my head right now. Uh, you you get to Shellos, Floatzel kind Shellos. of be squishy. Shellos, Shellos. You have Gastrodon. Let's just say Shellos, and then we'll go from there. Shellos is correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Shellos is squishy. I'm like that. That would be That's that would make points. sense. The uh, the second <laughs> entry was from Sword, and it says, There's speculation that its appearance is determined by what it eats, but the truth remains elusive. And that's because oh, you yeah. get East and East West, West. Shellos. Yep. yep. Yeah. So it's, uh, it is Shellos. That's two points. You guys are three for three. If you, if you didn't say that Gen 4 thing, I'm like, oh, there's so many squishy Pokemon. I'm being very nice to you today, yes. Uh, all right, this next question is your multi-answer question. You can get up to three points here. There are four answers for this question. I only need three of them. Okay. This is from Lenny, Join Avenue Magnate. What Pokemon were used as inspiration for watering cans in the mainline games? Oh, Whalmer Pale. Uh, was it Whalmer? You have this, I think it's... Uh, the, the Squirtle one, I think. Isn't it a Squirtle one? The Squirt Bottle, so I'm assuming that's Squirtle. That's there two. There is a... Is two. Um, okay. Uh, there's one more. If you, I'll give you one strike. Um, then you get, well, two, you get two strikes and you're out. Two strikes and you're out. That's what it, that's how it goes. You get, so we got so Wayne Pale, Squirtle. There's a low, there's a low tad. That's one of them. Is it low tad? There's a low tad one, I believe. Low tad is correct. That's three. Um, the one you're missing is the spray duck based on Psyduck. Oh, uh, no. but that is three I points. Have that. So you guys are six for four. You haven't used your hint, or maybe I should say you have throughout every other question. Pretty much. What was the spray duck in? I forget. I think maybe Gen 4? I don't remember. No, maybe it not. It might be a. It might be a Harkle Soul Silver. I don't oh, remember. Okay. No, it's still the Squirtle thing in that. Is that the Squirtle one? Oh, yeah, that's probably because it, the yeah. Squirt Bottle and the Lotad, the, the Whalmer Pale were the only ones I remembered. Okay, I was thinking of a Bonsai one, but I think it might be getting it next. Time. I thought I was thinking Sunflora for some reason too, and I'm like, no, that makes sense. Next up, this is your base deck question, as always. This is going to come to you from Trainer Sleeve. Which Fighting type Pokemon has the lowest attack stat? Uh, Tyrog's the first thing that comes to my mind. Um, but that could very, that could very well be wrong. Um, I think Makuhita has a decent attack, even for... Yeah. Um, um, what are, what are, like, tiny, tiny fighting types? Meta-type might, because it might... Oh, yeah, because it's huge power. It might actually have it. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Because even then, like, Meta-type only gets 80, which is kind of, like, even then for that, it's kind of low. Yeah. Um, I think Machop's got like 55 or something like that. Got Machop's is high too high. Yeah. I still think it's Tyro because he's a baby Pokemon and all the babies are trash. Yeah, I want to say Tyro because I think he's got 35 or something like that. I can't believe like, it's lower than that. If, if it's 35. Yeah. I mean, the only other... I, I think, I'm thinking like Tyro Metatite. Yeah, I think it's one of those two. I'm trying to think of anything else like that's like weird. 
like special attacking fighting types that are those like, don't exist. Right? Krogong, but Krogong has at least a decent attack stat. Oh, yeah, it's got decent enough. I kind of want to go Tyrogue and then go Metatite if Tyrogue's not right. Yeah, let's do that. So Tyrogue first. Tyrogue. Tyrogue is correct. You only get one answer on that. You don't get to go to a second one. Well, we were going to guess second one, then for Pride. Yeah. Well, so you guys, I think, named, like, literally every single Pokemon that's in, like, the top four for this. Um, So Tyrogue's 35, so you got that correct. Um, Metatite is next with base 40. Then Makuhita with 60, tied with also Medicham at 60. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you guys did pretty good there. So you guys got eight points today. I mean, we didn't, it doesn't, I feel like it should be seven because we got so many hints. Okay. I'll give you seven if that's how you want to feel. It's up to Shamu though. I mean, if he, if he's going for trivia and wants the full point. Oh, I don't, I don't care. Oh, you two are the only ones not on the board. Um, so, uh, all right. Looking at this in first place, we've got, uh, We've got Seth Vilo tied with Linian with 15 points. In third place, we've got Whimsicott with 14 points. In fourth place, we have Sublime with 8 points. In a uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6-way tie, or 5-way tie, for fifth place, we've got P. McGee, R. Sigma, Jushiro, Claude 9, and Shamu all with 7. And then Basket bringing up the rear with 6. If you want more Puckles Poke Quiz, you can tune in next week for some more uh, quiz action to see if we can stump your co-hosts. Also, you can check out the Trivia Rewind on YouTube. It has its own feed, too, but yeah. On that note, we're going to kick everything on over to the topic. Hey, guys, if you haven't already, be sure to head over to Patreon and check out our Puckle Anime Club podcast, where we go over Pokemon journeys, talk about the episodes. You can listen to the commentary real time as you watch the show, or you can just go ahead and listen to our review episode that we do at the end. You just have to go over to Patreon and be at the $5 tier to be able to access it. I think it's been a lot of fun making. And I hope if you decide to go and listen to it, you have a great time listening to it as well. But until then, keep on listening to the show, and you've got a topic to get to. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is Pokemon Unite, the release of Pokemon MOBA, developed by uh, is probably a sketchy company. But <laughs> Pokemon Unite, it just came out. It's free to play on your Nintendo Switch right now. You can actually play pretty decently without inputting money in. And it says it's free to play, though. You can play without actually having a subscription. Yeah. You don't need a Nintendo Online subscription. Yeah. Since it's a free-to-play game, you don't need the subscription to play online. Yeah, so you don't even need Nintendo Online. We've all been playing for a good while. Yeah, it's only on Switch right now. It'll be coming to mobile at some point in the future. We don't have a date. Uh, so we were told September. Oh, September? Oh, yeah, we did. Okay, we had a, well, a general month. We don't know when in September. I assume after the first season's over, honestly. Yeah. Probably. Because right now there's a... So for those of you at home... uh. That Pokemon Unite has seasons because um, it's a MOBA. Battle passes and stuff and, yeah, all that fun stuff. There are things like battle passes that you can pay for to get extra gear. There are also certain characters that come in rotation that you can play for free without owning them. So you can try things out before you get them. Before you buy. You can try before you buy. Try before you buy. And, there, and like, again, with the full early stuff, too, there's a bunch of free stuff as long as you log in, you do some challenges. Oh, yeah. Get- the first 14 days, I think, you get, like, a load of stuff. Day two, you get free Ninetales. Day eight, you get free Cinderace. And day 14, you get a free Greninja. And this is just by logging in. And, and, and there's also a free Crustle as well, right? Yeah. So Free Crustle is via a bunch of quests that you have to do over the first seven days. Not the first seven days, but like each day yeah, a new, oh, new challenge opens up. And if you do all seven of them, you get a free Crustle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and every other day you get a whole bunch of tickets and cosmetics and coins. and it, it You really get items helps. too. Yeah. You get you get a lot. It's a very good starting pack. It should get you a bunch of stuff early mm-hmm. on. It just takes a couple. It's going to take two weeks to make all of it worthwhile because you have to wait two weeks for all of it to take effect. 
essentially. Because yep. you're waiting days for login rewards, you're waiting days for challenges to open up, new dailies to pop, you know, stuff like that. Yep. They're, they're front-loading it, which is also... It's a little worrying because we don't know what's going to happen after this. Yeah, I'm a little worried after the after the front load. What's going to happen? Maybe at the beginning of each season, it'll be just as exciting. It might be. They might be doing a new open season thing, kind of like. But I guess I think we're all like at least ten that so we've all played. Like we've played all the modes and stuff. We've yep. We've, we've all done a quick battle, with some ranked. Yeah, and if you log in, I think in the first like thirty or sixty days, you get a free Zerora. Yeah, uh, something like that, or bet- I think it's before August. You have to do it by the end of August. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which mean, which essentially means you have to get it on Switch. Like that's what Zero Hour is. You have to play on Switch. Yeah, and it'll come to others. And mobile will have a thing too. For I do believe they said that like mobile will have its own thing to get their aura. I was actually very impressed with how uh, with how well they did like Pokemon distribution in Unite. Like I was, I was really worried it was just going to be like favorite Pokemon, but in terms of the Pokemon you can play and also the Pokemon that you can go like beat up, I really like the spread that they've had so far. So right now, if you were to go battle, they've got uh, Venusaur, Charizard, Pikachu, Alolan Ninetales, Wigglytuff, Machamp, Slowbro, Gengar, Mr. Mime, Snorlax, Absol, Garchomp, Lucario, this is a long list, uh, Crustle, Greninja, Talonflame, Zeraora, Cinderace, Eldegoss, and Cramorant. All for, they all do various Gold different things. Cram. And that spread is actually really good. I like that spread. And then on top of that, like when you go into the battle arenas, you're just fighting Pokemon from like everywhere. Like I was really happy to see Sunkern and Ladyba. And Apom specifically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The current the current quick match that we're recording, which is the uh the three v three, that is so much fun. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. like a mini game. It's a mini game. That's all it yeah. is. It's not. It doesn't feel like an actual like mobile game. It just feels like a mini game and part of it. And I love it. It's just- yeah. Well, so uh, I want to ask you, Claude, because I think you've played like League of Legends and stuff before, right? Yes, I still play League of Legends. But I mean, like prior to you Pokemon Unite, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I want your opinion on how this matches up to something like League of Legends. It's a lot easier to get into and learn. Like, it's okay. so much easier to have to look at, oh, there are just 10, 20 characters versus, like, a 100 and something. It, be- it makes the learning curve so much easier to, like, oh, I just, and once I know what these, what people do and if they're ranged or not, it's much easier to play against everything. Whereas League, you have 100 characters that can do many, many different things. That makes it very much difficult to, you know, start the game. So it's much easier to get into. And then this is just an easy game to play. Like, it's only it's only 10 minutes long, which is at max, which is phenomenal. How long is the league match? Unless your team is doing bad and everyone decides to surrender early, which is at 15 mm-hmm. minutes into a game. Usually, otherwise, oh my it's, gosh. it's somewhere between 20 and, like, 35 is a standard league game. Wow. That's so long. Yeah, so like, that's my thing. I don't like doing a single game for that long. Like, I'm okay with 10 minutes. 10 minutes is fine. And it's like... 10 minutes is kind of like my top, especially with like Unite, the way it's playing. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, this is perfect. Like the pacing, you understand like. Well, that, like they made it super easy is you, you kill like the other, like other Pokemon, you get points and then you try and score with those points. You, you don't have to like attack your opponents if you don't want to. I mean, it's mm-hmm. helpful, but like you could win the game by simply just collecting points and dunking. Yeah, that's true. For people at home who haven't played before, uh, if you choose something like uh, Venusaur or Charizard, uh, you actually start as like Bulbasaur or, or Charmander. And you know what you do is you end up beating up these wild Pokemon that are around and you end up leveling up that way. The levels happen pretty fast over that 10 minutes, obviously. The fun part is you, you beat them up and then you catch the Pokemon. You catch them? Yeah. That's what, yeah. You're, you're beating them up, you're catching them, and then you're scoring those Pokemon as points. You're like turning them in, essentially. One thing that I really want is I want the Unite Pokeball like in Pokemon games. 
by the way. Like, I, I'm just, like, a sucker for Pokemon. Like, I want Pokemon Unite to have some crossover with the mainline game, where, like, you can transfer, like, one Pokemon or something if you do this one event or something like that. And right. it comes in a Unite Ball, and so, like, that Pokemon's in a Unite Ball. It could easily be shoved in as a, uh, little Easter egg. Like, they're, like, talking, you're at, like, a, an arena or something like that. Oh, did you see that game and whatever? Like, you know, it, they just easily throw in a line of dialogue somewhere. This is a little off topic, but in Legends of Arceus, like, we get the new Pokeball, right? Like, the steampunk Pokeball? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's going to be compatibility with at least BDSP, transferring this Pokemon to home and, like, getting those Pokemon in BDSP. And I'm very excited to, like, see that Pokeball in, like, the mainline Pokemon game. I, I'm just a sucker for new Pokeballs. That, that's yeah. the honest yeah, answer. But, of course, why not? Uh, I've, I've fully and thoroughly enjoyed this game so far, though. Like, it's very easy just to be like, oh, one more game, oh, one more game. I've yeah. done that and before. Even, like, which they like the standard matches are ten minutes, the quick matches are five minutes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. just like so, like oh, you just want to do a five minute game? You can totally do a five minute game. Yeah, uh, quick matches are typically fewer players as well, uh, and they ro- those rotate a lot more. It's three v three or four v four with different game modes. There's uh, one of them is more similar to the standard match, but mm-hmm. another one of them is the current one. The three v three is like there are two free goals that you essentially both players can score on, and once you score it. It sets a timer, and during that timer, any other goal scored there is doubled. Yeah. So the whole goal is to have someone with a high amount of points, someone with a low amount of points. Low one scores, scores first because it's a quicker score time, and then the one with higher one then does it double it. So you yeah. make the most mm-hmm. of it. And it's just much more of like, you really want to just run around and kill stuff. It's not, it's, it's much more of a mini game. You, like, you don't have to rely on scores entirely. You can just kind of kill them and just shut them out if you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like how that, like, that quick map changes every day. Because there's, like, a bunch of different events that do different things, and, like, it gives yeah. you a chance to, like, try out new things, because there's no competitive for it, at least for the quick matches, which is nice. Yeah. It's just, it's just like, a little quick mini game. Like, it's more it's much more of a casual than standard matches, and even ranked, for sure, but, like, it just feels much more casual. I just find it a lot of fun to, like, use, like, some of these Pokemon, like, I haven't used in years, and it's fun to be able to be like, oh, cool, I can play Eldegoss, and it's not complete garbage. The Eldegoss is actually very good. Oh, yeah. Eldegoss is one of the most busted things in the game. It's super good. When was the last time you used a Machamp? Yeah. Yep. Like, like a lot of the characters are fun. I, I think there's a couple that are still kind of lackluster, or you just need to know what you're doing to do, like, do well. So, like, oh, yeah, like, there's always going to be a skill cap for everyone. There, there is. There's some of them I, I want to see what you do to make them work, because, like, Talonflame, I don't know what you do to make Talonflame work. It works, though, right? Talonflame is just about, like, moving around and, you know, catching yeah, people out I, of I, position. Yeah, it's just that. There's a couple of Pokemon that are just, like, I think some of the earlier ones. Like, some of the difficulty things matter and some of them don't. Like, Zero Aura, the free one, it's, it's, Zero Aura is really good. Yes. It's very fast and very strong. Yeah. Expert tier difficulty, it's not really. I, I don't trust that ranking system where it's like, oh, you need to be expert or novice for no. I don't know if I trust that. So, some of it matters, some of it doesn't. Like... I think some of it's a little off. Like Chomp should be much more expert because you have to play Chomp a certain way. Yes. Well, and if you don't, if you if you don't play it that certain way, you just kind of lose because Chomp's whole gimmick is that it takes a while to evolve to your final form. Like mm-hmm. most Pokemon evolves are fully done by like nine or earlier. Chomp yes. is like the one that's at ten. Oof. Yeah. And when it's strong, it's the fact that if you aren't at that point, and if you're like slowly, like you have to jungle with it, which Jungle, for those of you at home, means that you're just running through the middle. You're not going in the, there's a top the lane or a bottom experience. lane. You're not going either. You're going in the middle where there's yeah. a bunch of wild Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so, which probably explains like how the MOBA, just basic MOBA is. So this top lane, 
There's the middle, which is the jungle, essentially. Then there's the bottom lane. The the standard at the moment, I think, is you send two. It's a two one two kind of a. Essentially, thing. yeah, you do two top, two two bottom, one jungle. The jungle essentially, you go around, you farm the exps, and then you essentially, depending on which side, top or bottom needs help, you go help them out. Generally, mm-hmm. it's what then, you do, and then you go back into the jungle and keep leveling up. And yeah, your 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 whole gimmick is to be over leveled and then just snipe and like push. Yeah. Like, go, go win a 3v2 bottom or top, score a bunch of points, go back, help the other side. Wash, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. And then, at least at the current map, there's a top thing with a Rotom, which you beat it, and then you lead it to the next goal, and it'll essentially Give you 20 open points. up a... It's a free 20 points, and it opens up, a, I think it's a 10-second timer that, yeah. like, it's just an... You don't have a charging to, like, score, you just instantly score on yeah. that goal. And then bottom has Dreadnought, which basically gives everyone more experience and more shields. Yes, yes. it's a time. big, it's a big experience boost and a shield. The thing that I really like um, about this game, and on top of like just how simple it is and how easy it is just to pick up if you've never played a MOBA before, uh, because I, I've definitely picked it up and I really enjoy it. The thing that I really like about this is that the character speeds are just not that fast. Yeah, they're all around the same speed, except for, like, speedsters are noticeable, but even yeah. though it's not that bad, it makes sense. But I really enjoy, like, how, like, kind of slow it is. Yeah. Usually when I play, like, competitive games that are real-time, quote-unquote, I get anxiety because I'm just like, oh god, oh god, I'm not fast enough, what if I'm not precise enough? But I think this is just slow enough that it doesn't bother me at all. Like, they even give you, like, a whole bunch of, like, options to be like, oh, if you don't want to be super competitive, it's like, oh, here's an entire aim assist you can put on. So when you hit, when yep. you select your moves, it automatically hits the target, so you don't have to worry about, like, being good at, like, hitting skill shots and, like, making plays, whereas, but granted, if you want to be good, like, you obviously turn that off and have to learn it. Yeah. So it gives yeah. you the opportunity to be like, oh, I can play casually with my friends and do well, or I can, you know, be kind of competitive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think there's like five different tiers of, at least five different tiers of, like, ranked, which is, you know, fun to be able to climb, if you want to climb. Yep. It is, it's a fun game. There, there are some issues which we'll probably talk about in a little bit. But, um, yeah, we honestly we should just pivot to that right now. Um, well, we, I still, mean, like, I, we should finish up like actually get, like the game mechanics of the basic stuff because at two minutes, I believe it's two minutes in, Zapdos will spawn or not two minutes in, two, two minutes left, left on the timer. Yeah, Zapdos spawns and and then a timer goes down with any or not not even a timer, but any goals you score are doubled. I think that's the last minute, or I think that's one last minute. It's the last two. It's the last two minutes. It's last the final minutes, stretch. Yeah. So like the final stretch is really what can win the game. You can turn the game, because Zapdos is usually worth 50 points. Yeah, Zapdos is worth 50 points, which then, if you think about the double that just triggered, that's 100 points, and depending on what else happens, multiple people can get that 50 points, you can kill a team, get points from them, and that can literally just be a a tidal wave of just... And Zapdos allows you to just not have to charge when scoring. Exactly, yeah, and do that for all goals. All, All the goals that are remaining, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, cause usually you have to score on the closest ones, or the ones that are furthest out. Like there's five goals on each side, two on top, two on bottom, and then one in the middle by spawn. Generally you'd have to actually clear each one on the bottom in like an order, or a top in an order to go to the next one. When you do Zapdos, it just, all of them can be scored on. Yeah. So yeah. It, like, that becomes the big strategy of, of like, play for Zapdos, game. win the game, in the last like two minutes. And the amount mm-hmm. of times where a game has ended in the last two minutes, at least that I've played, has been much higher than expected. Because, like, I think I think what ends up happening, like, if you're the team that's obviously winning and you're winning big, you can just go ahead and just defend Zapdos, essentially. Yeah, you can just, like, kill Zapdos yourself or kill the team and prevent them from getting Zapdos yeah. themselves and just kind of, like, stop it. That's an also a counter strategy if you're ahead and you don't want to yeah. worry about it. 
But generally what happens if you're doing that anyway, you're killing them, you may as well go score because you just yeah. wipe the entire team out. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it comes, sometimes it comes down to just a rush to Zapdos or just defending points if they're all, it really depends on what the situation is. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of things about MOBA. You have to take, you have to look at the situation you're currently in and go, I, can I push? Can I not push? Do I have someone with me to do something? Can, like every situation has a proper play that's, you just gotta kind of learn over time. Love to go over like every, we could go over every strategy, but we would be here for hours and we don't have that long. We're already going to be here for a while talking about this. I just want to go ahead and, and just wrap this section up with, with saying that it's more fun to do it with people that you know instead of playing with randoms. Oh, yeah. Yes. PuckleDiscord.com. And if you want to play with people, we have a Unite chat on our Discord yeah. where you can find people to play with. Yeah. And we've got some Unite voice chats. We'll probably add more if we need to. We've got a couple. Yeah, we'll but. see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we have we have a chat. Puckle Discord. PuckleDiscord.com. What a plug. I'm waiting All to right. plug it. Yeah, so the last thing I want to talk about, and we'll wrap it up here. Because I don't know that we'll come to any good conclusion about it. But so there was a Reddit post recently that came out about uh, Pokemon Unite and talking about the uh, this is more of like a PSA, like, hey, watch out, maybe is just like how uh, how the monetization of Pokemon Unite works. And uh, oh, oops, I lost I lost the post. But there is a uh, there's an issue where Pokemon Unite when it uh, might have some predatory practices and might become pay to win. We'll see how it goes. Um, and so that's something to watch out for because they do like, uh, there was a Reddit post where a guy who's like, I'm in the mobile game industry. These are the things that typically happen. And he listed out a lot of things that, that are going on with it. And he says, yeah, what ends up happening is they end up doing like this three currency system and you can only buy one of the currencies, but you have to convert those currencies into other currencies. To end up buying things. And there, he goes, that's a very common thing. So it's very hard for you to calculate it off the top of your head how much money everything actually costs. Um, so that's something to watch out for. The, um, and it does look like it's going to slow down, like in terms of the free stuff to grind out. Uh, because they already cap you on the coins that you can earn per week. Um, just by playing. I mean, that doesn't include things that you get from like doing the challenges and the, the, the rewards. They also cap the number of energy awards as well, which is sad. They cap the amount of coins you can earn per week, the amount of energy you can get per week. Okay, I don't know gotcha. about the coins, but I, mean, I understand that because I know other ones do it. The coins are capped at, I believe, 2100 per week. I feel like I've earned over that already, though. That's why yeah, I'm Yeah, no, 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 you've like... earned over that already because it doesn't include things like the battle pass and the challenges. No, I'm talking about, like, over from the thing because I've farmed, like, I think, like, 3000 already. I don't know if that's true because you can't farm it. That's what, that's, uh, because there is a cap on mm-hmm. it. Okay. Cause I haven't seen that anywhere. That's why I'm like, it, they did cap cur- the, the coin currency. That's a bit much on my end. I think, yes. I think that's a bit too much. It's a little much because if you're capping it at 2100 to get some of like the big, like, unite passes to get some of the Pokemon. Honest, that, that's, that's where my issue now That's is like five that. weeks. Like, I would be okay with just about, like, that's just, that's really hard. That's yeah, really they're, they're harsh. making it very hard to grind. Uh, so it, it kind of sucks in that regard. Because I would much, rather, I would, I would be all for grinding, and I think they realize how addictive the game is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, like that's true with any gotcha game, though. They want you to keep playing, it is. so they do. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it absolutely. is. It's just the fact that, like, I just don't like that. That that's the co- like the basic coin currency. That's that's a bit. That's uh, I, I I'm a little upset about that. If anything. Yeah, I I understand gotcha games. I I understand them very well. Yeah, yeah. Well, then they have the gotcha that you're only allowed to get 1,400 energy per week, which is only 14 pools per week for free. Uh, unless you pay to do more. So, I yeah. mean, I, I kind of want to talk about this pay to win because I, I found another, yeah. I found an article that I think that really sums it up very well. 
Um, mm-hmm. if you look at an item like, like, so they have a couple of like the in-game items that you can level up that do better, that grant you more yeah. bonuses. So mm-hmm. I think the biggest way to look at it is like, take something like a Rocky helmet or a leftovers that, sh- that give you HP. And like at level one, when you first get it, let's say it grants like 54 additional HP to your Pokemon. Mm-hmm. If you're able to pay and level that up, the max level being 30 at the moment can grant it over a thousand health just off the mm-hmm. bat. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're willing to pay all that money, like it's it's going to give you a significant advantage for certain Pokemon and items right now. Yeah, I say that specifically right now because pay to pl- or free to play will eventually catch up. Yeah, it's just it's just it's not going to be fun if you end up playing against a bunch of the pay to win people, right? Like, yes, it all, it also means that if you're not playing pay to win, then you have to be better. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Essentially, pay to win is a crutch. Yeah, yeah. It's the issue right now, again, we're, we're in week, we're two days in, three days, four days, something four days, like that, like, yeah. we're, we're mm-hmm. rarely in, so that's the biggest issue right now, is that the difference between the pay-to-win and free-to-play is super big, because we don't have enough time, pay- free-to-play does not have enough time to actually even get close to where pay-to-win is. Exactly. And that's why it's an issue at the moment, like, because I will say, like, okay, comparing, like, so what, 1,000 HP for an item, that is a, that's a 10% boost at, like, at minimum. That's, that's huge. Kind of, like, you, you take someone, like, huge. level 3 that has a 1,000... Well, because I'm just like, I'm like, okay, so the highest HP value we have is 9,900. That's an extra 1,000 on top of that. Yeah. The lowest we have, I think, is, like, 5,000. So it depends, it's either a 20% boost to a 10% boost. 10% to 20% boost, depending on who you're on, which is insane compared to, like, someone who's starting off with, like, an... I think Leftover starts at, like, 40 or something like that, the boost, instead of, like, thousands. Mm-hmm. Which, it's just... There are people who are paid to win. That's going to happen. It's just, it's just, again, I think the biggest issue right now is why it's such a, like a controversy. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word, but such a, such an issue is that we don't have, for free to play does not have enough time to catch up to that in, yep. a, in a week, in a month, probably. Probably won't be able to get to that point in a month. Mm-hmm. And even with things like limiting on coins, that, that's where like, so you can't even unlock units without paying money. They, oh, thankfully, absolutely. they at least give us some for free for the first login, but imagine someone coming in a month after. Those yeah. aren't going to be, like, well, a month after, I think they're still technically active, but, like, again, like, things like, imagine... Uh, everything's everything's for, like, the first two months, but, yeah, exactly. In a year. We don't know where it'll be in a year, but if they don't have anything similar to that, it's like they are in such a huge detriment, because the game at least does give you, like, the game itself will give you, I think, what... 4,800 coins from just practice, which is yeah. nice. That's yeah, nice. Which is really, that's, really that's, nice. It's about enough for when the lower tier, not lower tier, I should say, but like the lower cost bracket, because mm-hmm. also characters cost 6,000 to 8,000 or 10,000 coins, depending. Yeah. And that's the thing. 6,000 like, is for anything they offer you at the beginning, then 8,000 is like a middle range, and then 10,000 is for, I don't even know what they, cla- I guess, better units, I guess they classify that, or... I don't know what their pricing on that part is. I feel like they just did it randomly, and I did it. I think they did it for like popular Pokemon, like Pokemon that are just like genuinely po- popular in Pokemon. Probably. Because I think it's what they did. like it's like Greninja, Absol, Lucario, Garchomp. Yeah, I think it's just like the popular Pokemon. I, I don't know. They knew what they were doing with that one, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like, there is yeah. a little bit of a balance issue, even with the characters. Like Zero oh, Aura is very, very strong right now. Like oh. Let's just talk about some, like, let's talk some, about some, uh, stats real quick. Cause Harry does have some stats on stuff. Because here's the thing that pissed, and I, I think I was talking with Orange. We both got so pissed. So, they have, they, the game, Pokemon have stats in game. They have, like, stars. Mm-hmm. So each half a star is a point. So if they have a two star, that's two, or if they have one star, that's two points. If they have two stars, they have four points. Yeah, yeah. Let's go over Venusaur, their aura, and I think it's Talonflame. Let me just double check Talonflame real quick. 
though Talonflame... Let me just make sure Talonflame had it, too. Yes, it was. So, Talonflame and Zeraora have an endurance of three. Uh, Venusaur has endurance, endurance of, four. of Yeah, Venusaur has four. So you think Venusaur would have more bulk, right? Uh, yeah. I, aura and Talonflame's defenses are both over 200 at max level at 15, which is the max level in the game. You can only go from 1 to 15 during actual during a match, game. Which of, makes sense, because yeah. match. most matches you're probably yeah. never going to make it there, so... Venusaur's yeah. max defense is... Is 174. And 137. Talonflame has a maximum of 200. But Endurance also HP. relates to HP, where Venusaur is over 6,000. Uh, yeah, so does Talonflame. Okay, that makes no sense then. Yeah, yeah, Talon, like, their mm-hmm. aura has a defense of 300 and a special defense, I think, of, like, 210, and then Talonflame's, like, 10 below it, so 290 defense and 200 special defense, but they have H- ter- or Talonflame has an HP of 6,300 at max. Venusaur is 21 more points than that. That's where my issue is. Why These numbers mean, so, honestly, just don't, the numbers in the game don't really make, they don't matter. The numbers, what do they mean? It really applies here because mm. why do you have a higher endurance when you don't actually have a higher bulk? The only thing that can really apply to that, in my personal opinion, for Venusaur at least specifically, is it has Giga Drain. That's the only thing, and even then... But you're not, like, that's not even one of its good moves. It's not something you're, it'd be different if that was a part of your actual, like, consistent kit, like if that was a passive, where it's like, oh, you gain, like, a 2% for every basic attack you do. Sure, whatever. But it's not part of its basic, actual, like, standard... You will have this 100% of the time kit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I, I, it's just, I don't, maybe that's the only situation that happens. I really haven't looked at all these numbers, like myself. I haven't looked at everything. We don't have attack stats either yet. That's something we're still getting Yeah, but like, uh, then you you look at someone like Garchomp as well, who's just like, has high offense, high endurance, decent mobility, and decent scoring, who doesn't have any support in his kit. Mm-hmm. But like, you don't need to have support when you're killing everything. Granted, he suffers from having a very, very bad early game and, like, mid-game until he hits Garchomp. You have to be Garchomp for him to be legitimately, like, viable. That or have the ultimate active, which is essentially being Garchomp. Yeah, which is, I think, being Garchomp. Yeah. So, like, there, there are a couple of things where it's, like, I would love to see a couple of Pokemon just, you know, nerfed or buffed just to make them a little bit more viable to play. And I, and I, I would expect mm-hmm. them to do that over time, where it's, like, you get different patches that come out to help things. Yeah, I expect that's going to happen. I'm just more appalled they didn't do any... Furthermore, they did no actual, like, buffs or debuffs from playtests till now. Yeah. The, like, there was a lot of issues people were saying with things in the beta. What happened with the beta? You know, what was the point? So, like, yeah, like, are they just testing the network? Because the network test was happened with that Japan. That must have been I it. Assume there'd be, like, at least a, yeah. I assume there would have been at least a tweak or something there, but there wasn't. They might do patches or something. I could see that happening. Because the other big thing is the lag. Like, I don't know if you guys played day one, but, oh, like, the, yes. the champion select screen, like, you pressed a button and then it took a solid couple seconds to move over. Let's just summarize it as the menu lag. The game yeah. has insane menu lag. It's not just you. It's not just them. It, it's everyone. Yeah, it's bad. It's everyone. Everyone's got insane menu lag, and I don't know what they did cause it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you have a menu that's not even, like, in a game that's lagging. I don't yeah. I don't know if it's that your essentially your menu is on their server. I don't know what they've done. Mm-hmm. That's more that's a huge offense to me. Like why you can't make it even a vi- like a viable UI. I have to press the A button seven times to uh ready up. Yeah, it's I mean there's issues. I'm sure there's gonna be some patches though. We have issues, yeah, they'll they'll fix stuff, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, I think that I think I think it kinda hinges on them fixing stuff or it's just gonna become niche again, which maybe they don't care about. They just want the pay-to-win guys to stay. And I know we just complained a bunch, but we still do enjoy the game. Oh, I, it's so much fun. 
we do enjoy the game and i think that's a good place to end it in terms of that like we enjoy the game it's a lot of fun i think you should play it too if you want to just do something pokemon a little bit different while we're waiting for bdsp news so definitely recommend it you should come to puckle to play uh you can definitely form a team we're getting jerseys man no we're oh yeah the puckle team's gonna happen oh puckle team's gonna happen we're getting jerseys jerseys. oh just you wait for poke the episode this week (laughs) oh we still have to do that i oh yeah yeah on that note we are gonna cut it here uh we're gonna kick it on over to the pokemon of the episode so we will catch you guys on the flip-flop And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 830, Eldegoss, the Cotton Bloom Pokemon. It's Pokemon Sword Pokedex entry states, The seeds attached to its cotton fluff are full of nutrients. It spreads them on the wind so plants and other Pokemon can benefit from them. Wow. So we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, we typically give you guys a we typically give you a team to run in Showdown or VGC or BSS. And we're not doing that this week. Uh, Claude has put together, I think, a group of five Pokemon that will work really well together in uh, in Pokemon Unite. And I'm going to let him go through the strategy uh, of that team. So this is just something that I know I was in a game with that worked really, really, really well for me. Uh, and we'll try and showcase it this week if we can get five people to record for a night. But basically what you do is you start with you have a Cramorant and a Snorlax in the top lane. Uh, I believe the idea is Snorlax can defend while Cramorant is very much a ranged attacker and can just, you know, you can constantly like knock things up and catch your opponent out of position. It's actually a fun thing Kramer has is Surf, which is like a hook. It just it pushes the waves out, and then if they're in that area, they will pull them back. And with Snorlax, yeah. you can block. If you run into the block, you get stunned for a second. So you can hook someone from behind Snorlax and into Snorlax's block, stun them, and then just yeah. kind of... Like- and then Snorlax can heavy slam on top of it while Kramer goes for a hurricane. And it's just a large CC chain that can take out two to three people if done right. Yeah. So that's the top lane. You currently you have a Zero Aura go through the jungle because Zero Aura is very fast and very strong and very durable and can just come in and paralyze things with discharge and volt switch and whatnot. Like that just helps a lot. And then in your bottom lane you have uh Eldegoss or Eldegoat <laughs> as your as one of your supports, along with him a champ. And this works basically the opposite form of Cramorant Snorlax, where Eldegoss can help Machamp just, with its range, attack things and speed up and keep healing it. Whereas Machamp can just, you know, use Submission and its ultimate move and just hit things really, really hard. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun with it because it, it seems to work really, really well in just, like, overpowering lanes and... It does a good job defending. It's worked really well for me. And Machamp also helps, too, with, like, Submission, like... do Like, Submission, you yoink... Submission does, you grab, like... It gives you a speed boost for a time, and then you, like, essentially the next basic attack you use, I believe, will grab the person, and you will flip them backwards and, like, throw them a little bit. And so then you can just, like, get a person out of a group and then just finish them off, and then 2v1 the next person. Exactly. Yeah. And then Eldegoss can throw its pollen puff on top of either the Machamp or their enemy, and suddenly now everyone from that bubble gets healed, and the enemies get hurt. So, yeah. it, it just works well with someone that's always going in. Okay. Like Machamp, that has to be in close range with, like, a melee range... For it to heal them. And great, you can work this with a bunch of other Pokemon and whatnot, but this is just one combination we've had a lot of fun, at least I've had a lot of fun with. Um, uh, Eldegoss is one of those things, if you see it on the enemy team, you should be afraid. I think a good combo that I've seen has been Eldegoss plus Ninetales as well. Yes, that is also a very good combo. We played that a bit. That's, that's yeah. very yeah. good. If you, if that one's well, really like, good. 
It's a lot of range. It's hard to go in on them because they have so much healing and freeze. Yeah. Well, like, Ninetales has, like, two walls, essentially, in the form of Avalanche, being something that you can trap someone or you can prevent them from advancing, and then Blizzard, which is just, like, you push them either into that wall, freezing them, or you push them just away, getting yourself out of there. I do like that there aren't any Pokemon that are champions in the game so far that I haven't been able to be like, oh, this one's absolute garbage. Maybe maybe the same goes for, like, uh, what's it called? For, like, Mime? But that's just because nobody's played it yet much yet. I haven't seen a good Mime yet. Yeah, you haven't seen one? I have not seen someone be that good with it. Um, it's that and, like, I have not, I personally have not seen a good Charizard, but that's just me. You're probably not wrong, though. My, like, top two are right now, like, Charizard and Talonflame. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. I don't know, like, who are your quote-unquote mains so far? I think, I, I want to say with Charizard, I think it's meant to be a versatile thing. It depends thing. on the role. Like, I think there's a couple that are really good in each role. Like, Okay, go ahead. I think El- I think Eldegoss is arguably the best support person in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Snorlax is by far the best defender. Like, I don't think there's a question on, like, those two very much. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you can switch things around as far as, like, top, bottom, jungle, like, your jungle is usually, I my what I've seen has been either Zeraora, I've seen Absol, I've seen uh, Gengar do it a bunch, and um, Greninja. Like, yeah. And you can, and you mix things around based on your team, because you really want a mix of a ranged, uh, ranged team versus an all-melee team. Like, you don't want mm-hmm. all-melee. If you have all-melee, you will probably lose just because you have to go in, and they're getting free poke on you. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I, I've seen a lot of things work. Like, I really have seen most Pokemon work in the game. Um, it's just a matter of how good you are. Some of them are, yes, a little more power than others. It's very hard, to, like, if you get behind with certain things like Talonflame, it's very difficult to come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are certain things that snowball really, really well, like yeah. Pikachu, Zeraora. If you realize you're, like, two levels under, you should probably kind of not press forward and start farming and, like, just start getting some experience so you're at least, like, on the same playing field. Yeah, I think that's the, the like biggest everything. part of the game, is just learning, okay... I haven't done well. I can't fight the enemy. What should I do? Yeah. And, like, sometimes it's worth letting them get a bunch of points so that you can level up and then fight back later in the game. Mm-hmm. Just be play more defensively and then start farming and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I just think... I think it's interesting. I, I think what you gave, though, is a very good, like, starter set if people, like, want to grab four of their friends and try it out. Or even, I guess, if people want to try it out on the server. Yeah. They could definitely do that. We're still going to give away a shiny Eldegoss, though, in uh, Sword and Shield this week if you're a patron. So yeah. keep an eye out for that. Yeah. I, I, I want to say one thing. We found we, we just, I love how we stumbled upon the Venusaur Wigglytuff. Oh, that was, that so was cool. Yeah. That was fun. Other people discovered it, I know, but just stumbling upon that was the most just on, like, oh, wow. We're just... Yeah. So Venusaur does Sludge Bomb and Venusaur and, like, Solar Beam is, like, the kit I prefer because you ha- like you slow them down and then you've got a long yeah. range. Well, Venusaur has like some of the most power in the game, like just raw power. Yeah. Mm. I think it's I think it's like nine points for just offense, so it's very offensive. And when you have something like Wigglytuff that just goes in, puts people to sleep, and just sort of sits there and makes them attack Wigglytuff, like the Venusaur is just doing damage. Yeah, because what we found with Sing and Sludge Bomb is just you stun them, then you slow them, then you stun them because the timers are just not super long, so you literally just have. This wombo combo of, you cannot run from us, we will kill you. Yeah. And if you run too far away, you have Solar Beam, and boom, pop. Yeah. Oh, oh if you're out of range just now, now Solar Beam finishes you off, because by yeah. that time, they're usually, like, at, like, a bar left, maybe yeah. two. I think the I think the biggest thing to take away from this conversation... Is everything is good. Well, is that everything's good, but also that team composition does matter. 
Oh, team yes. composition is the most important thing. There's a lot of combinations that work well together, and that's something people need to keep in mind, right? Maybe when you're in there, like, oh, I really like playing this Pokemon. Maybe try something else that might match better with the other team compositions instead of everybody going off to do their own thing. Like, yeah. The, the easy way in my mind to look at it is, like, they give all the Pokemon roles. Try and have one of every role. Like, yeah, that really does help. Oh, it does. It does. Having someone that's a support, having a defender on your team, having an all-around, having a speedster, having an offensive mm-hmm. threat, like, that really does help. Absolutely. Like, it just gives you more balance to your team. Currently, with the login things, that's what they all, like, aim to do, because they give you Venusaur after reaching level two. Yeah. Or the, yeah, Venusaur mm-hmm. is level two. Nine they give you, so there's one range attacker, they give you... Alolan Ninetales was level two. Another range attacker, which is also, Ninetales is a lot more of, like, a support attacker. Yeah. If you have a support kit, you can go into if you really want. But it, and also even with like Blizzard mm-hmm. and yeah, they eventually give you Cinderace. They eventually give you Crustle. They eventually give you Greninja. Yeah, so they give you three attackers. They give you a speed. Oh, actually, they're all attackers. I just realized Greninja's an attacker. I thought it was a speedster. So they give you a bunch of attackers, <laughs> and you get Crustle the Defender, and I think you get Slowbro somehow too. I saw. Yeah, you, you do. Slowbro, I think. Yep, they give you Slowbro like right away. Yeah. Yeah, I think Slowbro might be level two as well as thinking of. Yeah, I think they do they do a pretty good job of starting you out. Yeah, and they give you a choice to pick things. And like Snorlax is only six thousand coins and it's arguably the best defender. Yeah. Yeah. The coin counts has nothing to do with where they are tier wise in the meta. No. Yeah. No, that means nothing. Because Eldegoth is, like, one of the best supporters in the game. If not even just, like, just because you just put it with something, and it's just, like, again, you see an Eldegoth on the other team, and you don't have an Eldegoth, you're kind of like, hmm, I see what this is going to be. Like, well, it, it, it's going to determine on how well you can feed your other lanes, and how good that Eldegoth mm-hmm. is. Because, like, if, you have a, if you're up against a good one, it's just very yeah. difficult to have to win that lane. Yeah. Again, Eldegoth at 6,000 coin mon. It's one you can buy off, like, right off the bat. Yep. I think you can even start with it. Is it really 6,000? Yeah, 6,000. Pikachu's yeah. also very good, I know. I know Pikachu's very good. Yeah, that's like, also 6,000. Pikachu do some annoying, yeah. annoying stuff. We're going to wrap it up here, though, so we don't get into too much yeah, sorry. talk. Yeah, well, maybe we'll save, like, actual strategy for uh, another episode in the future or something. Yeah. Who knows? I think, yeah, I don't know if this is the proper format for this. But go ahead, play Unite over on PuckleDiscord.com, and we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the segment where you send an email at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And we'll probably read your email on the show. Uh, I We will read it in our hearts as well, uh, if not on the show. <laughs> you can send them in, like I said, to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Last week, we asked you guys who your favorite NPC was. And we're going to go ahead and read those here in a second after I let you know that this segment is brought to you by the fictional energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! We have those emails ready to go. And of course, you can go ahead and uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and read those on the show today. Um, those of you who sent us an emails only about Unite, we are not reading those this week. <laughs> um, but we will give the Green Taurus badge to anybody we think uh, said nice words or gave us a good topic for discussion. So without further ado, let's jump in from with an email from Egotistical Elikid. Howdy, Puckle Crew. It's your favorite two-foot-tall surge protector here. The prompt this week featuring favorite NPCs sparked me into writing writing this email. I decided to showcase my favorite characters from the anime slash cartoon. I believe this is the PC term as well as my favorites from the games. When it comes to the games, I feel like Giovanni stands out the most to me. 
This could be for nostalgia purposes from the first games. When you finally witness this mob boss taking over Self Tower and disappearing after losing to a 10-year-old only to reappear as the last gym leader before the Elite Four. When I was a kid at the time of release, this had such a huge shock factor to me. Followed up in Gen 2 by as being the father of Silver just added to his character. I don't know that that was actually revealed in original Gen 2. Not in original Gen 2, but it was definitely yeah. done in the, like, Generations. It was done in Generations, and then it was also the Celebi event. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Celebi event and Hardcore Soul Silver. They have that whole little yeah. cutscene in that fight with Giovanni. It's also in the manga. Yeah, which is the more important one. Yes. The manga is the more important thing. Uh, hashtag, we should start Puckle Book Club. Uh, you paying for my books? You can read all of the manga online for free. I will not tell you where. It is not officially... Uh, <laughs> no, it's not a book club. I need the book to have a book to do a book club. What are you talking about? Uh, honestly, they're not that expensive, so maybe. Even if you get like a full series of the manga for like 40 bucks. Uh, yeah, I think it's less than that sometimes. If you get catch a good deal on Amazon, you can get like 30 bucks for like like eight volumes. I haven't checked in a while, but that's pretty much what it is, yeah. Yeah, so it's not, not, it's not too bad. Anywhere between 30 to 40, you could get like eight books. So I, I would call that a win. Ones, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely recommend I recommend the manga up until I think the end of like the fire red leaf green slash emerald arc because it's all like very intertwined and it tells a way crazy story. Yeah. When it comes to the anime, I feel like the first two Dragonite trainers, Drake from the Orange Islands and Lance stood out. I forgot about Drake from the Orange Islands. Give Lance and the Pokemon G-Men a miniseries as well as a better team name. <laughs> I don't even know why they're called the G-Men. Does anybody know why they're called the G-Men? No. No? I have no idea. Drake was very interesting due to the buildup of his Dragonite being undefeated. Almost like the first incarnate of Leon. Both are mysterious and powerful characters. Oh my gosh, Drake is Leon. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I only thought when he said like undefeated Dragon, I'm like, Leon. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my oh gosh, gosh, what I really want to see, what I want to see at the end of like the Pokemon Journeys anime, I want Leon to like rip off the mask and be like, <laughs> it was I, Drake, all along. <laughs> Except for the fact that he fights Drake and beats Drake, but no. Does he fight Drake in... I'm thinking Lance, never mind. Yeah. Um, So to end my email, I have a question for y'all. Which character in the game slash series would you love a miniseries of? Would you want to know the day-to-day tasks of uh, Pokemon Professor? How to become a gym leader? Or possibly be an end stan? Thank you for reading my email, Puckle Crew, and see you on the flip-flop. So this 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 is really what I want is... I just want to find, I just want like a, a whole episode. There's not be a miniseries of just the Pokemon at Professor Oak's lab interacting like a day to day life. I feel like that's like one more, like more of that like 24 hour stream stuff. Well, no, but like I would love to have like a whole thing where it's no humans at all. It's just the Pokemon having their own little adventure that like Ash has caught and that all just happen to be living together. I think they did that once. Yes, but I want more of it because I think it's fun just to have like the Pokemon interact, do their own thing, but like. Since Ash has caught so many over the series, I think that would be super silly. I think they did something similar to that. They've done it at least once, maybe twice. Oh, I, I like. I always like those. Totally those are sure. usually my favorite episodes. Yeah, I, I understand. No, I totally get you. I mean, I think those episodes only work because I do them so infrequently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like if that was every episode, I'd be like, I'm not watching this. I'm gonna let you start this next one from okay. Sleeve Claw. You got it. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Sleeve here with a response to this week's mailbag question. Pokemon's full of great characters and storytelling, particularly in the anime and manga, but I want to focus on a character whose story was told really well through the video game, Silver. Normally, NPCs in the game are given very little development and one exaggerated trait that their entire personality depends on. 
Uh, a good example of this being how. Uh, I'm sorry, I love how, but he's just a little too superficial. Or on the flip side, are given a large amount of exploit uh, of exposition and story throughout the cutscenes to flesh them out, like and. Um, I was thinking of, was it Barry back in Gen 4, who's just in your face? Yes. God, Barry's oh, terrible. I hate Barry. Did you know they specifically made his tech speed faster, by the way? I did not know that, but that makes perfect sense. That's cool. Like They did that with him and with Anne, I think. Just It's just for anxiety, I, I think. It's just to create anxiety for me. Good. Good. Either way, uh, Silver doesn't really have either of these things. He has an internal conflict, something that all great characters have, that is shown throughout his early interactions with the player, stealing a rare Pokemon. Having an obsessive desire to be strong and detesting weakness uh, obviously speaks to some kind of issues that goes beneath the surface. What's even better is that you don't even need an explanation. You don't even have to be told that Silver has these issues or that he had a rough childhood or anything. It's all basically conveyed through his actions. That's the true. Struggle, yeah. Uh, the struggle that's shown as he repeatedly fails and bounces back and learns the importance of trusting and loving his Pokemon is very expertly done. His story is not only told through by his dialogue and actions, but also by his Pokemon. The fact that his Pokemon were able to evolve through friendship evolutions as you progress through the game and see him trusting and working with them displays his character progression brilliantly in a way that hasn't been seen before or since. Uh, in short, my, my reason for liking Silver is most, uh, the most is mainly due with how well the story is told, as opposing him as being objectively great. That's kind of what storytelling that sticks with you. Thanks for the great content. See you on the flip-flop. So in a similar vein, I really like, so as much as I like to poop on uh, Sword and Shield, um, I think the what one of the things that they did well because they did several th- several things well. Um, it's just like it's just like an extreme. Like what they either did something like really well or they did something like not great. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that they did really well, I thought, was Hop's story. As annoying as Hop, Hop is, was very good. Yeah, yeah. Like Hop's annoying, but this, yeah, they, it's done very well. I, they they try to do something very similar, like telling a story through his team, and I really really enjoy that. I thought it was really cool because like you battle him so often. That yeah, you're, you you're, you're expecting so you that, a Wooloo slash Dubwool, right? It, at yeah. the lead. And, you see the and it's just gone. And it's super jarring. Yeah, it's super jarring. I would absolutely agree with that. Uh, ten times, I think, something like that. You, like eight really or ten. One team I think it was one. eight or ten. It was, it's a lot. Uh, all right, so uh, Shamu, I'm going to let you get this next one from uh, Zayi Paladin. All right. What a do, Puckle Crew. Hope you all are doing well lately. I've written in a few previous times to the show, and some may note, from the fantastic opening line. When I heard this week's mailbag, I knew I just had to write to write in since I noticed something during last week's show about how about everyone's favorite everyone's favorite characters. I thought it was interesting that nobody said that their favorite character was a Pokemon, like Ash's Pikachu or Infernape. A lot of the Pokemon in the main show or secondary characters had their own unique personas, which I always thought of was a great way of highlighting the bonds with their trainers or or how they interacted. With that said, one of my favorite characters when I was growing up was Lucario from the Mystery of Mew. In a super odd way, it bears some similarities to Captain America the First Avenger, a hero frozen in time who sacrifices himself to save those around him. To eight-year-old me, that was the coolest thing ever. Plus, I always loved Lucario's design and typing when Diamond and Pearl first came out a little while later. Uh, Lucario will 100% have a spot on my roster when BDSP comes out. That's an interesting take. I never really thought about, like, thinking a Pokemon character just like the actual Pokemon. I would say the Mewtwo from, like, the Mewtwo movie was actually pretty good. I never thought about it that way. I'm not like I'm just not thinking of a character like I never think of the Pokemon as the actual character from mm-hmm. Pokemon. Yeah, you know? I never I never consider that either. Well, some of them like they try to give them personalities, but it's usually like shallow. Some of them are. Some of them are kind of like the Infernape story is very like that is a very much of a story. 
Like, some of them do have more story to them than others. Like, again, Infernape is one of the main ones, because there's the whole thing of Paul, like, who had just... Paul's, like, silver, but just mm-hmm. never got better. <laughs> yes. Like, never never realized he was an ass. I liked Paul from, like, the... I liked Paul. It, it... I liked him to a degree, because he made sense for, like, in a, in a, in a context of, like, hey, I, like, you can compare him to competitive players to a degree. Like, I need the best Pokemon to be strong. No, he legitimately did that, too, because, like, he caught those three Starly when you first see him, and he's just like, he's like, these are garbage, and just releases them. (laughs) They had terrible IVs in the wrong nature. Yeah, exactly. That's what he did. Yeah. I don't know, I I liked his character because it showed, like, Ash struggled to beat him, ever, before the, before, like, the thing. It was, like, the first character, I think, that Ash really had trouble with, like, because Ash was, like, been always, like, at least up to that point, he was always like, oh, I'm just, like, beating everyone, or I'll beat you somehow, either, like, it's oh, like, maybe one oh, loss, I'll lose but it was never- once time, but, like, he lost several times to Paul. Yeah. So, it was just, like, I don't know, I, I liked that, like, I, granted, I was also, I also hated Ash, and I wanted him to lose as much as possible, so when I saw him lose, I was like, yay. Yeah, If we're not including sense. Pokemon, though, then my favorite character from the franchise would have to be the OG Brock. He always stood out with a detailed an- analysis of whoever Ash was battling or with, blah. A de- it was the detailed analysis of whoever Ash was battling with or providing comic relief whenever a girl caught his eye. That's all for now. Until next time, Z Paladin. So the best part about Brock is the fact that they did uh, the song, what's it, like, Two Girls for Me or something like that? Like, yeah. Two Perfect oh, Girls? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's classic. Yes, that was done very well. Jesse, it's Joe. It's like, uh-huh, Joe. <laughs> I think we can get to one more, maybe two more. We'll see what, where we are time-wise. But... All right, do you want to go so- or do you want me to go? I'll go, I'll go. This one's going to be from uh, Trevster, the late night legend. Hello, Thatch, Shamu, and Claude. I've been playing Unite a lot because I didn't realize how much I would love it. Maybe it's because of the concept of a MOBA game is fresh to me. My only other MOBA experience is my 10 games in the Heroes of the Storm to get a skin in Overwatch. I've been maining Snorlax and having a blast hopping into Discord and playing with you guys. I've been learning a lot about MOBA lingo from listening to Shamu, such as jungling and bot lane. Playing Unite along with gym battles, TTT, and doing a recap stream for everyone's TTT matches has got me, uh, makes me feel like I've got Puckle stuff to do every day and I love it. It's the good kind of busy. Kudos to Thatch for how long he's done it for and staying positive mostly. <laughs> That's very true. The mostly is very true. There's like a six month period in there where I, I, I really hated everything. It's fine. Um, the dark times, sh- a new era. <laughs> and also to Th- Shamu for his diligence in managing the Discord. Since the mailbag question is, who is your favorite character from the Pokemon franchise and why? I'd have to say the rival from Johto. First huh. of all, why do they have to steal a Pokemon from Professor Elm when professors give them away for free? And a Chikorita, of all things. <laughs> I like how there's mystery around him at first. And he turns out to be Giovanni's son. Meganium uh, has, like, no moves. That's the problem with Meganium. Meganium uh, is just underwhelming stat-wise as well. And they, yeah. Like, yeah. They did not do a good job. Uh... He's just a real jerk, and you'd expect it. You'd expect him to be like, unlike, uh, he, he's just a real jerk, like you'd expect him to be, unlike these new arrivals, which are basically your cheerleaders. But he ends up <laughs> overcoming Giovanni's shadow, softening up, and finding his own way. It was so fun listening, uh, teaming up with to battle Lance and Claire, then being challengeable every week in the Dragon's Den with new prof- or with newfound appreciation for his Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I have some ideas for future topics, and we will keep that for later. Um, I hope you all have a good week. Trevster, the late night legend. Well, thank you for that. Uh, I guess we have time for one more. We can do the, we can do one okay. more. Okay. I got it then. Hi, Puckle. I had a difficult time des- uh, deciding what characters I wanted to talk about. 
but I think my favorites are the contest rivals of both Dawn and May. And I should say this is from Oracle above. So thank you, Oracle. Um, anyways, uh, characters like Drew, Nando, Zoe, and Ur- Ursula really fleshed out the world of contests and made that portion of the anime so entertaining to watch. I don't disagree with that statement at all. I loved the contest anime parts. I think those were some of the most fun and creative parts of it, of the show. They had the the people that competed in those because they had to like flesh out the whole thing are way mm. better than yeah. typical rivals. And you get so many more of them and they flesh out their personality like with more than just like one thing. They've got a couple of things going for them. So this is the reason why I think the Gen 5 anime flopped there was no contests. Simple I wouldn't disagree with you. It it gave like another storyline to follow that I really liked. Anyways, um the creativity in both their contest sets and outfits they wore were so much fun and expanded the world of po- what the world of Pokemon could look like. However, my favorite of these characters has to be Harley. Harley is completely off his Harley. rocker, yes, and that's yes. why he's so great. <laughs> uh, his reason for hating May is because a girl who looks uh, is because a girl who looks like her stole one of his snacks when he was a kid. Now he sees her and thinks of her as the of that girl stealing his artillery snack. Not even her fault, oh. but he still goes out of his way to be petty. And then he uses this story to employ Team Rocket to take May down in a contest. Every episode with Harley in it was a gift. Oh, <laughs> Harley was a fun character. Yes. Oh, I love Harley. Harley and Cactron. Like, I love, like, yep. I love the little cacti line. And he's just, oh man. Speaking of that, I cannot forget to talk about his fashion with the iconic <laughs> Cacturn look. Probably my favorite outfit of any character that has ever worn in the Pokemon universe. The white boots with the matching pants and jacket. With his midriff exposed and the hat that looks just like a cacturn, it's amazing. He also refers to Ash, Brock, and Max as May's brood of boy toys, which requires no further <laughs> exploration or elaboration. Either way, I'll leave you with that. Best Oracle above. Very true. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, what would you guys like to uh, award the Green Taurus badge? Like, to whom? Oracle above. <laughs> Oracle above. Oracle above. You know what? That Harley reference is 100% who I was thinking of when we made that topic and I didn't bring him up. Uh, so you know what? You get the green Tauros badge. Make sure you come to the Discord and ask for it. Yay! He's already there. I gave it to him. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Done. I got it. <laughs> if you want to email us next week, you can go ahead and email us at, Puckle, at podcast at gmail.com. Letting us know if you like Pokemon Unite and why. Send those in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. You can also say you don't like Pokemon Unite and why as well. Um, so moving forward, we're going to – you can contact us over or just hang out with us over at pucklediscord.com. You can also come and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. You can also go ahead and check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. You can also go over to our Twitch and watch me on Tuesdays and watch Claude on Thursdays. Over at twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast. Uh, you can also support the show by dropping us free Twitch Prime subscription over there, or you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast, where you can get uh, our extra show for Puckle Anime Club, uh, which there should be a new batch of episodes coming out this uh, upcoming weekend. So look out for those. You can also go ahead and you can uh, also get shiny Pokemon. Uh, access to a specific channel on the discord and access to our breeder bot so definitely go check that out if you want to help support the show we always appreciate any support we can get so on that note we are going to go ahead and uh i guess it's the end of the show i have been trainer thatch i've been shamu and i've been claude nine and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time
Yeah.